0: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today is Wednesday, the first week of Lent. This is Father Stephen Reynolds, the pastor of St. Elizabeth and Seton Catholic Church in Houston, Texas. The first reading of today's Mass introduces us to the prophet Jonah, who is remembered most famously for having been swallowed by a whale. Afterwards, he preached a message of repentance in the ancient city of Nineveh. Was Jonah a true historical figure? Did these things really happen to him? Or is the book of Jonah just a kind of extended parable, an allegory, without historical significance? Well, to respond to those questions, let's remember that there are different types of literature in the Bible, which is a collection of books, of inspired books. Some books are historical, others are prophetic, some are song books, like the Psalms, and others contain lists and genealogies. The events described in the book of Jonah seem, at first glance, to be too fantastic to be real. Could someone really be swallowed by a whale and survive for three days? Well, We have to be careful not to make historical accuracy the condition for our belief in the words or message of Scripture. The Holy Spirit, after all, is the principal author of the Bible. And he assures that the human author communicates exactly what God wants to convey in the manner that God wants, using the forms of expression that best suit divine revelation. Since there are many human co-authors of the scriptures, it's logical that the books of the Bible have different emphases, use different vocabulary, and employ different means to communicate their point. As for Jonah, he's mentioned elsewhere in the Bible and seems to be regarded as an historical figure. Even Jesus refers to Jonah, and alludes to his time in the belly of the whale as a prophetic sign of Jesus' own death, burial, and resurrection. But while it is reasonable to presume that Jonah was a real person, it's not contrary to the faith to hold the opinion that the story involving the whale is an allegory, an event or story used to illustrate and communicate a broader message. And of course it could also be 100% true, just as it's described, in a literal sense whether it's literal or allegorical, it still has meaning and significance because it's the word of God inspired by the Holy Spirit. Well, what landed Jonah in trouble in the first place? Well, let's turn to the reading and notice how it begins. It says, The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, set out for the great city of Nineveh and announced to it the message that I will tell you. God spoke to Jonah a second time because the first time God spoke and gave Jonah the mission to Nineveh, Jonah ran away. Thereafter, through a series of unfortunate events, Jonah is thrown overboard from the ship he was using to escape God's will and ends up being swallowed by the whale. Only after these disasters did Jonah respond to God's plan for his life. The lesson is clear. We cannot escape God's will. We can refuse it. We can ignore it. We can set it aside but we cannot escape it. Now, it's true that God does not plan out every detail of our lives in advance. He gives us freedom to make decisions, always keeping in mind that we should strive to act for the greatest good in every situation. However, there are some goalposts that are immovable. For example, God created us. Through his mercy, we were baptized. We've been adopted as his children. The commandments of God are unfailing guides to upright behavior, and they're never optional. Some are called to vocation through marriage of the priesthood, and those states in life should guide the actions of those whose lives have been so directed. One of the great lessons of the book of Jonah, though, is that even after the prophet's initial infidelity, Jonah was able to return to God and to embrace his divinely given mission. We are not the sum of our failures, While we live, there is always a path to reconciliation open before us. Even if we say no, God continues to ask, to cajole, to urge, so that we will say yes to him. And in saying yes, discover the peace of living in the truth. God bless you.